sure you would like to know who I am and what I do. It's the Jennifer Fulweiler Show. And you are who you are. And now, here's Jennifer Fulweiler. Who ate all the donuts? The Jennifer Fulweiler Show is all you That is Taylor Schroll singing the best song that has ever been created. Why why haven't we put that on Spotify yet? This song is a classic. I don't know the title, but the chorus says, The Jennifer Fulweiler Show is all you need. So true. Listen to this. So you already have a feeling for the talent level of my next guest, Jackie. Send me that song. I don't know what I did with that clip. Whatever you're doing, Jackie, stop doing it and send me that clip. I can't believe I don't listen to that every morning. You can look up Taylor Scholl at Forte Catholic. Have him come to your event, hire him to come speak, listen to his radio show. You can find all of that info at ForteCatholic.com. Taylor, welcome back to the Jennifer Fulweiler Show. Thanks. It's very nice to be back, and I realized all I needed to do is write a song that made you feel good about yourself, and I would, you would just keep calling, and I'd keep coming back on. It was brilliant. And I it absolutely I'm not worked. manipulating you. <laughs> no, it absolutely worked. And no, no, I, I, I said at the beginning of the show, I said, if people write custom songs for this show, they'll just get booked. I mean, they can even be an atheist. Like, I'd probably book them on the show. But I am glad that this is how we discovered you, because you have become one of my favorite guests. You're a multi-talented guy. You do so much good stuff. People need to see everything you do. They can look you up at ForteCatholic.com. And where can they hear your radio show? Is it in the Bryan College Station area in Texas? Yeah, so it airs on Red Sea Radio here in Central Texas and Bride College Station in Waco. And it also airs on St. Michael Radio in Tulsa, Oklahoma. All right. Well, so I can't wait to get to the main subject today, which is you just had the most brilliant idea ever. And I'm going to have you lay it out for people. I can't do it justice. It's probably the best segment pitch I've ever heard. I mean, you really knocked the ball out of the park. But I see here on your website, were you at SLS 18 or did you just cover it on your podcast? I wasn't. Uh, my producer for my show was, and it was such a popular event that I figured I'd ride on its coattails, and if I just put SLS 18 <laughs> on the podcast, people would listen to it more. So, you know, that sort of thing. All right. Well, I was going to say, I was out there in Chicago. That's the event for Focus, the Fellowship of Catholic University Students. It's an amazing event. Even people who aren't in college need to go to these Focus events. They are Insane. I mean, they will just absolutely blow your mind. All right. So, Taylor, tell us your absolutely brilliant idea for what we are doing in this segment today. Sure. So this came from being a musician at Mass. I've been doing music for Masses for, I don't know, 10 years or so. And I have this thing that I think the Bible is so much more entertaining than most people do. There are probably a lot of your (laughs) listeners that read it more holy than I do. I think the book is absolutely hilarious. So I was (laughs) part of the job as a musician for Mass is you're supposed to enhance the prayer experience of people at Mass. So you pick songs that will help people pray, you know, songs that will connect to their readings. Like if the reading is the Bread of Life discourse, you'll probably sing I Am the Bread of Life during communion. It kind of helps people, you know, 
know, like Jen, you've had it happen before where you go to mass and you've had a song stuck in your head after, after mass, long after you've forgotten what the readings were, right? Oh yeah. 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 And so, so that, that's brilliant. The way the church designed that, like we know that you guys are not going to pay any attention to the readings or a homily, <laughs> but we'll give you a really catchy tune that will get in your head. So at least you take, take some knowledge of what we talked about here today away with you. All right, so sometimes the church is like, it's very obvious. Like there are great connections, great uh, ties in, tie-ins from the three readings. There's great song selections. But every now and then, there's a reading at Mass where I'm just like, I just throw up my hands. And I have no idea <laughs> what kind of songs to, to ever pick from or what songs to pick from the readings that were being read that day. And so that's where this idea for this segment came from. It's called Unpublished Worship Songs. So songs, like, it's for scriptures that never had a song ever written about them in church, and or they did, and they weren't published. So these are secret recordings, by myself, uh, that, <laughs> that I'm just showing love to these scriptures that have never gotten the love that they deserve in music. So the first one I ever did, I, I think you have it ready to go. It's called Kills with the Sword. And Kills I, and with I the have, Sword. I have to preface this. Yeah, go. what's the yeah. preface? So I, I have to preface this by saying this is all verbatim the scripture. Like this version, I'm not making this up. This is actually what it says in Exodus 22. Oh my gosh. Let's pause. Let's take a listen to Kills with the Sword by my guest here, Taylor Scholl. Yourself in the land of Egypt You shall not wrong any widow or orphan Cause if you do They will cry out to me And I will hear, hear them And my wrath will flare up And I will kill you Okay, I'm going to talk to my priest, Father Dean Wilhelm. We've got next time we do this reading at Mass, anything from Exodus. We've got to do this. So, what are some of the lyrics? I will kill you with a sword. Yeah, the first line is the best. We missed it a little bit. It says, the first line, just picture yourself in Mass. You know, you're like, you have a family with all these kids. I have five, three kids myself. You go into Mass. You sit down, the first thing that you hear is, you shall not molest or oppress an alien. It's like, what? Like, oh, what? There's so oh. many layers to that. <laughs> what are you even talking about? This is church. Can you say those words? I was very confused. All right. Well, hang on. We need to hear that beginning then. All right. So, Jackie, replay just the beginning so that we can hear this line because I, I, I missed it and that's very sad. All right. So, I presumably Jackie can do that. All right. Molest or oppress. Shall not molest or oppress, molest or oppress an alien. For you Taylor, you're going yep. to be famous. You're going to be famous <laughs> for this. Are these on your website? If people go to Forte Catholic, can they find these songs? They absolutely can. That, that one they can. There are two that I wrote just for you that are making oh, their they are making best. their debut. 
here on your show. They can find that one, ForteCatholic.com. Uh, they can find all the two of these songs. I have released two of them before today. I have oh. two that I've created just for you that I cannot wait for the world to hear. So, again, for people just joining us, the concept is unpublished worship songs by Taylor Schroll here. And so he's taking Bible verses. You know, the, the bread of life discourse, there are multiple hymns written about that. The, the verses about loving your neighbor, we, there are dozens of hymns written about those Bible verses. But what about the Bible verses that say, I shall kill you all with a sword and <laughs> do not molest an alien? These are the ones that we really need worship songs about. It's the most brilliant idea ever, Taylor. All right, what, what do you have for us next? What's the next song? Well, first of all, thank you. Second of all, this one holds a special place in my heart because you'll probably understand why as you listen, but this is my absolute favorite Bible passage. It just really hits me, you know, deep in the... Deep inside of me, very much so. I'm not going to give too much away, but I'll just tell you what I've done is I've taken a popular jingle from the internet and I've I've used it as my own, but I've rewritten the verse just a little bit about 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 23 through 24. I think it might be, you know, Beethoven had his ninth symphony, symphony and that was his masterpiece. <laughs> this, this may be mine. I'm very excited. This, this ending, is your magnum opus. <laughs> this is my magnum opus. And I think the ending, I, I don't know, it just all builds up and the ending is just so much fun. And only my wife has heard this and, to, and your producer. And now you and your listeners, this is the grand premiere of this song. Let's check it out. Oh, uh, which one? Uh, Jackie needs to know which one it's called. Ja- oh, okay, okay. It is the She Bears one. The She Bears one. Jackie, by all means, let's take a listen to this. Wait, do you have it, Jackie? Oh, okay. Uh, she says that she doesn't have a song under that title, Taylor. This oh, is it's uh, bad Dumb Ways to Die. Dumb Ways to Die. Okay, let's take a listen. <laughs> dumb Ways to Die. So many dumb ways to die Dumb ways to die So many dumb ways to die From there Elisha went up to Bethel As he was walking up upon them in the name of the Lord. <laughs> then two sheepers came out of the Don't waste a time. So many- 
many dumb ways to die. Taylor, th- I have to say, th- that's a magnum opus. <laughs> that is, no, wh- what is that from? Which, which book of the Bible did you say that's from? Yeah, that, it's from Second Kings chapter 2, <laughs> verse 23 through 24. It has become my favorite book, let's say about seven years ago, when I myself went bald. And I work in youth ministry. <laughs> So these kids often make fun of me for being bald. And for seven years, I've been trying to call down a curse upon them and see if the Lord would send two she-bears to maul them. It hasn't worked yet, but I'm still trying. Oh, man. Oh, that's that's the worst. You're promised that in scripture, and then it doesn't even work out. That's that's just terrible. Now, do you take requests, Taylor? I will absolutely take requests. So so one of my favorite— Let's see. I, I, I'm looking up the, the verses. One of my favorite verses is in Ezekiel. The beginning part of Ezekiel is one of the most awesome and funny things in the Bible. It gets very depressing the, the longer you get into to Ezekiel and really read it. But the beginning is basically God just complaining to Ezekiel about how horrible everyone is and how they never listen to him and he's so over it. And then what he says— as he says, he's basically saying to Ezekiel, you're going to try to share the word with people and you're going to try to share my love and truth. And they're not going to listen because they're a rebellious house. You know, they're so terrible. And, but he tells Ezekiel that ministering to these people shall be like living among scorpions. <laughs> and, and you know, so I have a big scorpion infestation in my house. Like we are scorpions coming out of the walls, scorpions in the kitchen, scorpions in the bedroom, in the beds. I mean, it's bad. And so that line analogizing anything to being like living among scorpions is just that that's for me. So th- that's my request. If you one day you need to do a song from Ezekiel chapter two that uses that line about living among scorpions because like you said this is this is this is a hymn that we never hear at mass that verse never gets honor at the mass yeah i'm all about let, let's do it next time i come on <laughs> i will write you a song about that and i've got a couple other ones up my sleeve as well that uh that i think i think this is going to be a thing it's going to be a lot of fun I, and I, oh. I i love making them you need to do a tour. Okay, if anyone listening does parish events for their parish, you need to have Taylor out to sing. Like, this would be a great youth event to sing the unpublished worship songs. This is a thing, Taylor. I'm going to be your manager. You're going to do a world <laughs> tour. It's going to be amazing. People can look you up at ForteCatholic.com. They can listen to you on the radio here in Central Texas. It's, what did you call it again? Red? Red C. R-E-D-C. Oh yeah, Red, Red Sea Radio. I was going to say Red River, but that's a, that's a different body of water. <laughs> okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so all right. So what do we have next? I love this idea for people just joining us. It is unpublished worship songs where my guest Taylor Schroll finally gives honor to those Bible verses that never get anything, any hymns written about them. Yeah. So this one is specifically for you. Like, oh, this, nice. This this one will mean more to you than anyone in the world because of how I initially got on the show. There may have may or may not have been some alcohol involved on your end. <laughs> uh, I don't. I, it's not my story to share. It's yours. So I'll let you tell that story just so okay. I don't uh, throw you under the bus. Okay. So here's the story. I was drinking, and I was on Twitter. And I had talked about our guest, Michael Gasparro, great guy. He had written a special song for the show. And I didn't even ask him to do that. I had booked him about something else. But he loves to sing. He does it on Instagram all the time. So he wrote a special song for me. I made a joke on Twitter. I said, well, if if you write a song for the show, 
then you get booked as a guest. It's just how it works. And you replied. And, you know, I've since gotten to know you. I'm a big fan of yours. And we have tons of friends in common. But I didn't immediately recognize your name. So for all I know, you're just you're a random person on Twitter at, at that time. And you replied and said, I'll write a song for your show. Can I come on? I knew nothing about you, Taylor. It's, uh, again, we have friends in common, and your name came to mind after I made all those connections. But after a couple glasses of wine, I did not initially know who you were, and I just replied and was like, yes, you can come on my show. So this, it shows that God looks out for fools, that you've turned out to be one of my favorite guests, because you could have been a 15-year-old atheist for all I knew at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pretty close, pretty close, except I'm bald. Um, but, uh, <laughs> so, so here we go. This was one that I found just for you. It's Proverbs chapter 31, verse 6. It's this beauty that we get right at the end of, uh, right at the end of Proverbs. Uh, it's about alcohol. Nice. I, I, I think you're definitely going to enjoy it. Oh, like, is this, and is this our last song, Taylor? It's our last one, and it's more oh. of a jingle than a song, okay. but I've okay. got a couple special surprises for you. Not only is it tailored for you, pun intended, uh, around alcohol, but also since we share Central Texas together, I gave you an extra little gift in there as well. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. All right. Well, let's listen to the final song in Taylor's series, Unpublished Worship Songs. Here we go. I'm ready. Listen here. I want to tell you a story about one of my favorite Bible verses comes from that there book Proverbs over there in the middle of that big old book that you know it's where God wants to share his wisdom with us so I figured I'd share my favorite one here with you guys today let beer be for those who are perishing and wine for those who are in anguish yeah Taylor, you are the master. You uh, that didn't even sound like you. I mean, it, there's a song and there's accents. All right, and tell me what is that verse again? What beer for those who are in anguish? Yeah, so Proverbs 31 verse 6 says, "Let beer be for those who are perishing and wine for those in anguish." Oh, wow. I've never seen that <laughs> verse. See, again, th- this is such a brilliant concept. We never have hymns written about those verses. Where, where, are, where is the church with giving honor to these verses? <laughs> so let beer be for those who are perishing and wine for those in anguish. What is, is that telling us that alcohol solves our problems? What is the meaning of this verse? <laughs> I believe so. That, I don't know the, what the church would say about that interpretation, but I'm going to go with yours. I like yours. All right. Yeah, well, everyone is. I hope everyone is planning their entire spiritual lives around my advice and my interpretation of the Bible, since I am so supremely qualified. So, Taylor, I love this. We are definitely doing this again. I already texted my producer, Jackie, and said, we need to do this all the time. This is an absolutely brilliant idea. And, you know, final question. You have worked in youth ministry. You do a radio show. You do so much good work. What what is the key to really engaging with the Bible? Because I, I know so many people who, they wouldn't admit this publicly, but they say, look, I know I should read the Bible and I should be more into it, but my ex- experience of it is a little dry, I have to say. what What is your, you seem to have a lot of fun with the Bible, Taylor, as we have heard. So what what's your take on that? Yeah, the biggest thing is 
looking at it, it's not a boring old book. I think a lot of us think that we've, you know, a lot of people try to start reading the Bible and they get to like the second or third book in Exodus and Leviticus and it's just listing off family trees for like 30 <laughs> minutes. And you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm done with this. And you know what? I don't read those either, and my next song is not going to be a list of a bunch of names that I can't pronounce because they don't. You should challenge yourself. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about all that. I can't pronounce any of those. But uh, (laughs) but I think one of the biggest things is knowing where to start. You know, I I love the the gospels. Obviously, um, talking about Jesus, the Acts of the Apostles. The Acts of the Apostles is all about like what happens right after Jesus leaves, where the Holy Spirit comes and absolutely changes everything for the church. It took these you know seemingly bumbling idiots of apostles in the gospels to brilliant people that were that were speaking, where like they passed by, people were being healed, they were preaching, and five thousand wanted to be baptized immediately. Like starting there, but then also for some of these like harder harder verses to like. Like, what is it? What are they even talking about? Finding a way to, to get some help, like the Great American Bible Timeline uh, from Jeff. K- not a Great American. I keep calling it Great American. Yeah, yeah. The, the, great, <laughs> the great Adventure Bible Timeline. I'm so patriotic that I keep changing the name of it. <laughs> um, by Jeff Cavins. Like, that is, has what hel- has helped me the most. And also, Mark Hart does a teen version of that called the T3 Teen Timeline. Um, oh, nice. That takes the same content and makes it uh, applicable for youth. But, and honestly, I went through that as a youth minister so I could teach it to my kids. And I loved that one. It's, he brings in a lot of the comedy and like able to read. Uh, w- Mark Hart really helped me a lot in being able to read the Bible. Like this is actually enjoyable and often entertaining and always uh, spiritually, spiritually uh, beneficial. Oh, I love that. Okay, and I actually briefly sat in on a Jeff Cavins' The Great Adventure. The Bible is The Great Adventure. Is that what it's called? The Great Adventure? Yeah, The Great Adventure. Yeah, yeah, The Great Adventure. And it was amazing, and it has been on my to-do list forever to get back into that. We had a newborn at the time, and I just could not stick with the class. But it it was amazing. Amazing, And everyone I knew who stuck with the class said it just absolutely transformed their understanding of the Bible. And and I laugh when I think of like when I was first converting, I started the Bible at the beginning because I, I knew nothing about the Bible, Taylor, nothing. I didn't even understand the distinguish, like I couldn't distinguish between Old Testament and New Testament. So I'm deep in the Old Testament thinking, when, when does Jesus come in? I'm, I'm reading Kings and Deuteronomy like, whoa, where are the fishermen? This is very crazy <laughs> where, stuff. So, I really that was one of your primary questions. Where are the fishermen? Uh, yeah, because you know, I'd been, to, I'd been to Sunday school with friends, and I knew there was something about fishermen, and like they would sing songs about loaves of bread, and, I, and I'm reading all this craziness, like, and he killed 10,000 with a sword. I'm like, what <laughs> is this? So I, I, it would have been helpful if they had had the great adventure back then. That would have been very, very, very nice for me. And if I had had your hymns, you know, to help me get through some of, some of these scriptures that we just don't talk about near enough. So Taylor, it has been so much fun to chat with you again. We are about out of time, but tell everyone where they can find out more about you and where they can listen to your radio show. Yeah, check it out. The radio show is always on Red Sea and uh, St. Michael Radio on Thursday mornings. And a lot of people listen on the podcast. You can find it on iTunes, SoundCloud, where, you know, Google Play, wherever you listen to it. All that can be found at Forte.com slash radio. And I have a ton of fun on social media. You can find all my social media links there as well. All right. Well, Taylor, it was an absolute pleasure to chat with you. We will talk with you again soon, I hope. And in the meantime, keep up the great work. Yeah, thanks. I'll get to writing your new songs. (laughs) Sounds perfect. All right. Take care. And we will be back with more after this here on The Jennifer Fulweiler Show.